Hi, everybody. I'm Brennan Elliott. You're listening to Christmas Movie Spotlight with your hosts, Pam and Dawn. Hello, and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend, colleague, and co-host, Pam. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm living, breathing. How are you doing? About the same. About the same. Well, today, Pam and I are so excited to bring you our special interview with the incredibly handsome and amazingly talented Brennan Elliott. Brennan stars in the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Miracles of Christmas movie, Christmas at Grand Valley, on Friday, December 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. We are so excited and honored to bring you our interview with the one and only Brennan Elliott. Enjoy the show. We always love to hear about how or when our guest decided to become an actor. Would you mind sharing your story with us? Sure. Um, how I became an actor or when I became an actor. Well, it was, it's interesting. I grew up in a, um, a household where I, and a part of the a neighborhood in Canada where I didn't feel that was, there was uh, it was a really nurturing environment to just be able to express yourself and how you feel and your emotions and who you are and your identity and everything else. And I remember I was in, I, I did a lot of music when I was young. I mean, I, I, was, I played a lot of uh, the accordion and Irish family. So I did a lot of music and was very uh, prolific at it and did very well. And I loved being on the stage and having fun, but I never thought of it as a serious career. And I remember I was in an improv class once with uh, Keith Johnstone, who wrote the book Improv out of London. And I remember he was doing a workshop, and I think I might have been nine at the time or ten. And I remember getting on stage, and he asked me how I felt, and I said, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm cool, I feel great. And he goes, I don't believe you. And I kind of found that really interesting. And to make a long story short, he kind of just pecked away at me and I got to the real point of how I really felt, which was I was afraid and I, he was annoying me and I didn't want to talk about how I really felt and I, this was scary and all the rest of it. And he had me do a little exercise in, the, in more of an honest and truth, truthful place. And I got a little, you know, I got a little standing ovation, some clapping, and people really accepted me for me. And that was one of the first times when I was a young kid that being really myself was kind of uh, accepted. And I thought, well, this is interesting. So I felt like acting and drama and the process and the craft and whatever that is on the stage or behind the camera, it wasn't behind the camera at that time, was a place where I felt like I could be my true self and be accepted, obviously behind the guise of the character or what have you. And I felt like that was what got me really passionate about theater and, and film. I started in theater. And then obviously that, that turned into learning about the craft, whether it was, um, you know, Strasberg or Stanislavski or, or Uta Hagen or whoever, and that was years, years, years later. But my first foray into that was to feel, wow, I feel like I'm up here and it's okay to be me. And that was something that really started the ball rolling. Wow. Just imagine if you didn't start out with music and going on from there, you know, you would have never broke into acting because you would have still been afraid. Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. I would have gone through that whole period of my life where you're just trying to find yourself and you don't know. You know, I really feel like theater, one of the greatest things that I, from any artist for this painting or, or theater or music, you get a chance to express yourself. And I felt like we all have, not that you all have to be artists, but we all, 
want to express ourselves and be accepted for our own vision and belief systems and who we are as people. And I felt like that was the moment that I really went, wow, I really want to explore this further. Well, did you have a plan A or a plan B? I mean, if you didn't get into acting? Well, I made a decision. I made a decision when I was about 16 or 17. I was really into a lot of theater. I was doing a lot of stage, you know, community stuff. but wasn't professional or anything. And I wanted to really go to New York and learn, and I wanted to train with all kinds of different kind of methods and studies, and I wanted to really just kind of learn how to – I wanted to really – I was really passionate back then with the method and just kind of making things real, like it doesn't look like acting. And that was something I really found really – how do you do that in front of a camera on stage when it's, you know, it's make-believe? And so that's kind of how it all started. But I, I, I made a decision when I was 17. I'll never forget this. My stepdad came downstairs. He's a wonderful man, and he's kind of more of a farming, blue-collar, kind of simple – guy who doesn't really get the whole arts and he came downstairs and he wanted me to be a hockey player and I was you know I was drafted and I was kind of in the farm uh, farm the farming um, ranks and was kind of but I was too small to play but I mean I was a good hockey player and I said dad I really don't want to play this I'm kind of want to do something in the arts and he was like well how are you gonna make money in doing that I mean how are you gonna go anywhere with that and I said well, I don't know and he says well then do me two things whatever you decide to do give it everything you've got and I'll be I'll be proud of you, whether you're successful or not. And it kind of stuck with me. It kind of stuck with me. And I thought, you know what? If I'm going to be an actor, there's no room. I, I've said this a million times to other actors, whether I'm coaching them or I've, I've had a couple of conferences I've been asked to, to speak at. There's no room for parole, is what I say. You go after that's it, true. and there's just no room for parole. And that's how mm-hmm. you either make it or you don't make it. But if, if you if you have it if you have an out in this business, you'll never really know how, your full p- potential, in my opinion. You got to really say, okay, there's no, there's just no room for parole. I'm gonna I'm gonna go mm-hmm. after it. So that's very inspirational, very inspiring. Oh well, thank you, thank you. And very, that's very much. that's and a yeah. great way to look at life too. You know, embrace life well, in yeah. the same way. You know. Well, there's so many people out there that are either taller or better looking or better talented. I mean, and it's, 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 the competition is so great in any field, but in acting, it, you know, everybody wants to be, you know, in this field, it's competitive as well. And so you just, all I try to do is focus on whatever opportunities I have and whatever jobs I'm doing and, and give it everything I have to make it truthful and honest and organic and real. So the fans um, have an hour or two hours, whatever the, it's a movie or TV show or whatever, and they're, they're entertained. And if I've done that, um, I've done my job. And there's been moments where I've had people, whether they're in a hospital bed or whether they're, hanging out, having a glass of wine with their family or whatever, or whatever, and they're they're watching something and they thank me because they feel like for two hours they had a great time or they really were touched or whatever. And so when they have that with whatever they're going through, it's my job to give it everything I have. And, you know, if you fall short, at least you're giving it all you got. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, well, you've definitely done that because you've had quite the acting career and we love everything that you do. Oh, um, thank you so much. I, want, I would love to mention the TV show Unreal, because that is one oh, yeah. of my favorite shows <laughs> to watch. It's so funny, yet there are really serious moments. Um, oh, yeah. What do you love about doing that series and playing the role of Graham? Well, when I started, when I, I remember I was driving, I was doing a show called Cedar Cove and with Annie McDowell mm-hmm. on the Hallmark Channel, the Trapper third season. I was driving through Oregon because I wanted to drive from Vancouver to L.A. back home, and I was driving, and I was in this little dungy hotel in Medford, Oregon. I'll never forget this. I get this phone call from a manager saying, you know, you got to read this script. They've, they had already shot the pilot, but now they're redoing the pilot. So they were really spending, obviously, investing a lot of money because they really believed in the content, and so they should at Lifetime. It was brilliant. 
And I read, I was, I was like, I don't want to read it because you're playing the host. Now, I thought, this is a reality show. I don't want to do that. But I said, if it's no name, I'm not playing it. Anyway, so they gave him a name, and then they said, would you read it? And I, I guess they'd seen me in something and thought, you know, you'd be perfect for this. Anyway, I read it, and I don't even think I had more than a line or two in the thing. And so I passed a few times, and a couple of weeks went by. And anyway, um, one of the producers called my manager and said, you know, we really want him to do this. And I think it was shooting in like three days. And, you know, through conversations and, and, and them telling me their vision for where this character was going, I said, okay, fine. And I was only supposed to do three episodes, and it ended up turning into four years. But what I remember most of yeah. it was <laughs> you, have to, you have to find the truth in the, re, in the unreality. The hard part about Graham is it's the part of the unreal. It's the part of the fantasy. It's a part of the fakeness of the thing that makes people just get so entertained, but at the same time, is it truthful? Is it honest? And they're irritated by it. It's very, very dark. I think he's the darkest character in the whole show, to be honest. I think he's the most messed up yeah, one. Yeah. You don't get into it, but, you know. And he was, the, he was really one of the very, the, one of the real elements of comedy. And I really kind of embrace that, you know, within that. And the girls are brilliant. Everybody's brilliant on that show. And to, to be kind of the comedy, especially maybe more so in the fourth season, where you really get a chance to see some of his, the characters he gets to play. And I had a great time. I had a lot of fun. It's a character that I never ever thought after the first few episodes people would even it would even it would even resonate. And I I've been stopped at airports. I've had people call me. I've had people send me mail that just really you know want more grandisms or really love that character. And it, it's a testament to the writing. It's a testament to the show. And it's they really just gave me free reign to create something that to me is probably the darkest role I've ever played in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, throughout your career, of the many experiences you have had, what is something that stands out for you as a career highlight? Um, you mean as an actor in a, on set, or as something that happened based on a? Any, does it matter? Does it anything? I, I does uh, not I matter. Mean, whatever, whatever you consider a career highlight. Well, I got a, a direct message on on. Uh, I think it was either Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember what it was, but I had a lady that was um, stage four cancer, and she was in her she was in the hospital. She was in her late seventies, early eighties, and she was obviously going through the throes of chemo and the throes of what that disease can do and ravage your body. And she had asked her husband to to um, tape and I guess on the computer tape all of um, three or four. I can't remember which exact movies they were, but three or four movies that I'd been in and bring them to the hospital. And, and she had watched them, and she said that it made her feel better during chemo. And to me, I, you know, I know it might seem kind of simple, but I, I literally, it just, I couldn't even keep myself, my eyes from being dry. I just, it, that was, that's one of the things that when you when you touch somebody on some level, whether it's like they're having fun or they're enjoying or they're laughing or they're touched or they're just escaping some sort of pain, that's a highlight. I mean, it's, that's the award there, and, and it really, really affected me. And so I actually wrote a card to her. And, and sent it off. And, you know, those are the moments that I kind of remember, like when you work your bag off and you're trying to make a character real. And I'm struggling right now. I'm working on a Christmas movie and I'm just kind of working through it and reading it and trying to find choices and yada, yada, yada. And you realize when you put that extra work in, it's for moments like that, you know? Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that is definitely, that's a life highlight, not just a career yeah. highlight, but a life highlight. Yeah. When you know that what you're doing and contributing based on what you love to do is making an impact and a difference in someone's life in that way, that's yeah. when you know you are doing exactly what you are meant to do, you know? 
I, I, you know, and I, I believe, and honestly, I believe that the fans, and, and not fans, but all people that are out there that are watching TV or film, whether it's network, whether it's cable, what doesn't matter, they're very, very educated and very smart. And, mm. you know, if they like something, they like something. If they don't, they don't. And I feel like when they actually appreciate what you do, whether it's Graham or whether it's a homework show or whether it's something on Netflix or whether it's a movie I've done or whatever, then you know that the hard work you put in, that's the reward, not not all the rest of it. And and so that really, that specifically just came, when you said what was a highlight, that just happened like what, four or five months ago and I was really moved by it. Um, but I've had so many highlights just on set or with characters and, 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 you know, I mean, obviously Hallmark and I's relationship is one that I cherish and it's been, it's been wonderful. Obviously playing Graham was, I got to go to work and have fun every day, which was, <laughs> and make people laugh. <laughs> I mean, I literally would do scenes yeah. and I, we'd have to stop because the crew was laughing. So you really have a great time doing that. So um, very, very blessed, and, and uh, I've had many really highlights, oh, many, many highlights. Well, of all the characters that you have portrayed, which one most closely resembles the real Brennan Elliott? Oh, man. See, that's, I have a hard time <laughs> answering that, Pam. Is this Pam I'm talking to? Does she ask that no, question? this is Dawn. This is Dawn. Oh, Dawn. Oh, jeez, Dawn. Um you guys drive a hard bargain. I mean, I've been asked that for 20 <laughs> years, and I, I literally, because every character is me on some level. You know what I mean? Like every single oh, yeah. one. Um, I, I don't, you know, it's it's hard to say. I think um, I'd have to say this third movie of all of my heart, it's probably because it's recent, but even the Christmas movie, there's elements in it. You know, I, obviously you're you're connected to whatever role you play and whatever experience you're going through life. So every every part is a little bit of me. A lot of me and everything, um, but I think this third All in My Heart movie was really interesting because it kind of paralleled the fights. To, you know, there's a you know you love someone and you as a team you want to fight to keep your home going and you want to take care of your children, you want to take care of your home. And so there's been some stuff personally that I've been utilizing and working through that that kind of paralleled that. And I felt like mm -hmm. I you were just being yourself, um, but that's a really hard answer because I think an actor's job is to make every role a part of you and you a part of it. So um, I really have never had just this is Brennan. I mean, there's like Graham is, yeah. is, is, a, is a perfect example of a role that I would never have been cast in years ago, and it was not something I thought I'd even play. But as I got into it, I realized I'd use whatever's a part of me to make that person three-dimensional. And, and as scary as that is to realize you have some of those things to make that guy, that guy alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd have, yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting, but I can't really. I'd have to think about that, and I've, I've been asked that so much, and I have the same answer. They're all a part of me and a piece of me, but I don't think I've had one that I can go. That's the closest to me. Period. You know, uh, um, not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> well, you've played Good in question. quite a few different genres, genres of um, like you know, drama, comedy, sci-fi, action, and so. Do you have a preference, or do you enjoy the versatility? I enjoy the versatility. I mean, it's very nice to be appreciated as an actor that can play a myriad of things, or can play anything, or or what have you, and and uh, that's always exciting. I mean, I I never did a I didn't do a lot of comedy. Maybe five, six, seven years ago, it was tough to get me into the comedy realm because maybe people didn't believe I was doing a lot of comedy. And I think as I've gotten older and just trusted my instincts more and not taken the business so hard, my comedy's come kind of, I've allowed my comedy to come through. Comedy's hard to play. It's very, very difficult to play comedy and play it honestly and, and 
to come from the moment. Anybody can play shtick and do all that, but to be really honest with it and to come from a really heartfelt, honest in the moment place, you got to really trust that whatever instinct comes up comedically or witty is, is enough. And so I, Hallmark has allowed me to really sh- sh- show a little of my comedy and then obviously Lifetime as well. Um, so I've had a lot of fun with that. Um, but I don't, I don't really stick to one thing. It, it, you know, to me, it's everything is, uh, as long as everything comes from a real and honest place, I'm fine doing both. I did a lot of painful drama years and years and years ago. And those are always something you just go, Oh no, that scene, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just accept it all. Well, that way I think it, it doesn't corner you into a certain type of character either. And you do get to do so many different things. So that's, that's good. Well, it was interesting. I, you know, I had this producer on a movie I just finished. I just did a, a crossword mysteries with Lacey Chabert. It's one of these mystery wheel series on the mystery channel on Hallmark. And we had a lot of fun. And he, he, uh, he said to me, he goes, you know, I want to cast you in all my stuff. Cause you're like the Tom Hardy of Hallmark. And I just went, what? And I kind of thought, first of all, I would never put those two together in some context, but I guess what he was trying to say, and he never really said this, but the way I got it is like, you know, on Hallmark, you have so many different leading men and leading women and everything else. And maybe, you know, maybe one of my little, little uh, secrets in my pocket is that I can kind of be able to be called upon to play anything. And to me, that's an honor. So mm-hmm. I'll take it. Um, yeah. I'm not Tom, I'm so not Tom well, Hardy. I don't have as many tattoos. So. well you've worked with many of our favorite actresses is there anyone you haven't worked with yet that you'd like to either work with in a movie or a tv series gosh i got there's there's so many that i you know not only on hallmark but i mean you know i was a huge fan of constance years and years ago i mean I, i watched her in entourage and so being able to have you know, time to share the screen with her was an honor. But I mean, you know, look, I've, I've been blessed with Lacey and and I've played with so many different leading ladies and I've been really lucky to be able to do that. I mean, on Hallmark, they have, you know, Kenneth Cameron Burray and Lori Laughlin. I haven't played either with either of them, but they have so many that are really great. Um, yeah. You know, and as an actor, I'd love to obviously you want to you want to work. I'd love to. The one person I'd want to work with would be Meryl Streep, if I could. That would be a, a highlight because I just think she's a genius. Um, but that's, you know. Those are those are uh, those are yeah. goals I'll leave up to the universe. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have so I gotta work with that person. Um, that's a question I'll have to think about because I know that when I and the funny thing is I'll get one and then I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I wanted to work with her, you know. <laughs> so um, I probably you know, um, even I'm doing a Christmas movie now and you know with Danica and I haven't worked with her and heard great things and so I'm excited about that. So I I really kind of been an equal opportunist, but at the same time I I. Uh, I do have some, uh, I have to think about that because there's so many out there that I'd love to have an opportunity to, to share the screen with and, and play, you know? Definitely. Yeah, and um, and most definitely. And speaking of Hallmark and the All of My Heart series, um, in September, yeah. the third installment aired to the delight of fans everywhere. And major kudos going out to you and Lacey Chabert for your outstanding performances throughout the series. No, and. And why do you think the All of My Heart series has been so wildly popular? You know, I, I, Lacey and I talked about this in the plane. And, uh, she might not remember this, but we were just wondering why. And the first time we did it, I'd never worked with her. And I kind of was offered the movie last minute and went in there. Kind of just a big fan of Lacey's, obviously, from Mean Girls and, 
and party five and a lot of the stuff she's done. And I was just like, oh, this would be great. And I had no uh, idea of what it would do. And it was such a great experience. And the movie turned out to be so wonderful and, and we were very proud of it, but I didn't know what is, I don't really know what it was, but the only thing that we can come to is, you know, Lacey and I um, really are trying to show the heart of what true love is. And, and that's what the story is about. It's all about when you're in love with someone or love someone, you know, you take the good and the bad and you fight together as a team. And and it's not easy, but we try to make it as honest and organic and real as possible. And I think the fans, whether they're married or not married or divorced or going through whatever, have children or, you know, all those different dynamics and those relationships, I think it, it strikes a chord because it's real. And I think that's the greatest honor is that we've created a movie that's honest, real, not only with the acting, but the story. Um, and that's, it's, that's, I think, what's striking the chord, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, do you have a special behind-the-scenes story from the movie that you could share? Um, and by the way, the goats have been quite the scene-stealers throughout all these movies, and uh, everybody has just come to love the goats, too. Yeah, I keep putting in my contract, I don't want the goats anymore in the movie because they steal the movie. So <laughs> either get rid of them, you know. I mean, and Lacey, yeah. loves, and Lacey loves the goats. So it's like every time she gets goats around, we lose her for about four hours, and then we have to get her back on screen, and we're behind in our day. And, yeah, I'm just kidding. But, no, she loves the goats. You know, there's a scene that we did in the first movie that I really – that was the, the moment I went, okay. Um, there was actually two scenes, but I'll tell you both. I went, this – this um, this has potential to be either a TV series or a series of movies or a holiday movie every year or whatever. And the first scene is the paint scene in the first movie, which I felt we shot in one take and it just had the perfect element of chemistry and fun and romance. And it was brewing. And then the one scene with the, the, the table that I was sawing off the, uh, the, the legs and it wasn't, it was squiggly and it was wobbly mm-hmm. and everything else. Mm-hmm. We're trying to eat and talk about everything. And I just felt like, you know, this chemistry, you know, you work with leading ladies and you work even with other people in male, female, you can't make chemistry just happen. It just has to mm-hmm. happen. And, 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 and you can be the most brilliant actor, actress in the world and you can still have chemistry with anybody, but the depth of chemistry that looks like you two are like been together for years and years and years, whether it's Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn or Happy Bogart and Laura Bacall, whatever, these kinds of chemistries are not, you can, it doesn't matter how good of an actor you are. It, 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 it's innate. And we had that, and, and we're just embracing it. It's a blessing. And I think that that, uh, that chemistry in those two scenes dictated what I felt could be something that could be long-term. And even with Crossword Mysteries, we just finished the first installment, the first movie, where they want to do, like, you know, 20 movies over five years, and we're all on board to do that because we have a lot of fun together. We're playing completely different roles, and... You know, I'm playing this kind of hard-nosed detective who's very serious, and she's playing this crossword editor, and it's just very different for both of us. But the chemistry's still there, and mm. it's uh, mm. that's what's great. And uh, and and from yeah. what I can tell, that's going to be an awesome, awesome series. Hopefully, it will go, be around forever. I mean, I think, and and you hit the nail on the head, and that is the that's chemistry true. that you and Lacey, you know, exude on screen. It's so believable. And people love it. I mean, I've seen so many, you know, things out there on social media, tweets to you and to her about, you know, you guys are the real deal. You're our favorite Hallmark couple. And, you know, and and so it's just amazing what you've been able to bring to those movies. And I think that has just enhanced the movies all you know across the the way so um so yeah we're all excited about the crossword mystery that's going to be awesome and to see you guys in different roles apart from what you we've been seeing you in so that that's something to look forward to yeah we're very excited about it 
very excited about it, and hopefully the fans, you know, obviously can can, you know, um, just see it for what it is, as opposed to you know always seeing us as all in the heart, but also because I mean you know maybe we'll do a movie year, maybe who knows what the, the future is for all in the heart? Maybe it'll be a series someday. I don't know, and we're willing to do that, but you know, seeing us playing different roles, I think, as long as they're like, well, that's Lacey and Brennan, so we're okay with it, and they suspend their disbelief and not get attached to Brian and Jenny, because these guys are very different, these two we're playing, and, and the first mm-hmm. movie is is not, uh, we're we're kind of at odds with each other, and it's kind of a moonlighting meets heart-to-heart type thing, and it, and it but it, the romance does happen, I'm not going to give it away, but as the, as the movies go on, there is a romance and, and a mystery, and so they're a lot of fun. And uh, we have a lot of fun playing him. And I think, you know, like Lacey and I are very, very, very close friends. And we oh, that's become because we work together. And I'm very good. You know, I, you know, I have a lot of affection for her husband. He's a wonderful guy. And, and we want to get to get dinners together with the family and love her kid. And so it's, it's it, that, cause that stuff comes across on film. And it's a real blessing. And, uh, you know, she's wonderful. That's yeah. amazing. We couldn't agree, we couldn't agree more. We, we love you both. And anything that Hallmark and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries puts out there, it's just golden. It just doesn't seem like there's any failure. Fail, yeah, failures. See, yeah. I can't even say the word because there aren't any. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is? They, have a, a, they, they really listen to their fans. They have a real pulse on what the fans want. And I know this cliche. I say it all the time. They're the heart of TV. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, yeah. you know, really resonate to that. I was just at a store today, and I was d- dealing with them. Um, just getting something for the kids and I was just and this guy was like you know recognized me and he's like you know my wife and I not just women men uh, we watch that show all the time and it's not just just Christmas movies they watch both and you really don't realize um, how much of a tap into the pulse they have and so it's an honor I mean look I've worked with every network known to man and um, I've been lucky enough that to to work in different genres, different characters, like you said. And but uh, homework's been wonderful to me and the family. And and I, whenever they call, I'm very very obviously very grateful and, and put them in high esteem. Yeah. Well, switching gears a little bit, I saw on your IMDb that you're producing. Um, is this something you always wanted to do, or are you trying it out, or what was the experience? No, like it's something. It's, it's something that I would like to do more of. I just did back-to-back movies um, uh, as an executive producer and as a star of the movie, and it's a lot of work. But I found myself wanting to, you know, having instincts or impulses and wanting to be involved, whether it's with the material, the script, or whether it's with the crew, or whether it's kind of the story, or whether it's ideas in the scene that I wanted to say. And please, because, please. So I... um, Um, so I, I I found myself doing all that work just as an actor, and I and I felt like you know, and I had a very good close friend of mine who was a big big producer and worked for a lot of the networks. And you're pretty much that's what a producer does. And maybe when you get a chance, and if if a network or a studio gives you the opportunity to trust you enough to be a part of that process, you know, stick your neck out and try it. And so Hallmark's been very very receptive, and and all of my heart, the third movie was my first foray into that, and. And I feel like, you know, like we, Lacey and I both executive produced with Beth Grossbeard, who's a very, very good producer, a good friend. And we learned a lot from her. And we, you know, we fought for the music. And we talked about, you know, the color scheme and how we want to have a little autumn sheen and the scenes and dialogue that doesn't work and casting and dealing with crew and all kinds of different things. And, and more from a creative standpoint. But you felt more part of the project from beginning to end. And it makes it more rewarding that when you're watching something, you're not just, you're, you're a part of it all. Your handprint's kind of on everything. And, 
you know, look, in the end, the network has the final say. It's their movie, and so they should. But to be a part of something and to kind of give your ideas, um, you just feel collaborative. And it's, it's something that I'm really enjoying and would love to do more of it in the future. I'm not doing that on the Christmas movie. I'm just I'm just obviously acting in the opposite of Danica, but um, she's executive producing it, and, and, and so she should. So, you know, she's my boss. But I just kind <laughs> of, you know. I just kind of I I want to be a part of the creative process by being involved in all elements of it. Uh, I've pitched some ideas to certain networks, and I have some ideas, some things that they're excited about doing at different networks. And that being that, you know, whether you're starring it or not, but just creatively being involved in everything is something that I'm at this age kind of exploring. I'm still going to be first and foremost an actor, but you know, I do have some input based on my experience that I think I would like to see on the screen. Sometimes sometimes I've done stuff where I've seen it just as an actor, and I'm like, oh. If I just would have spoke up, maybe maybe. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's very interesting. You know, it it does it kind of adds another element and layer to you as a you know as a artist, entertainer, actor, you name it, and you can now add producer to that whole forte of resume that you have, and and that is um, that's awesome. We'd love to see more of that too from you. And, um, well, you know, before we wrap up the interview, we would be remiss if we didn't talk to you about this outstanding movie that we are so excited about, um, which we get to see you star in in the upcoming Hallmark Countdown to Christmas, maybe Christmas at Grand Valley, where yeah. you play the role of Sam. And I think it's premiering November 22nd, if if I'm not mistaken. What can you share with us about this movie without giving too much away? Well, you know... I'm just, you know, obviously we, we were, we're about a couple of weeks away from filming and, and we're just kind of, you know, getting into the script and the story. But I will tell you this, what I liked about it, it's it, a uh, story, you know, obviously we have a, a single father whose wife has passed away and he's raising his children and has to continue obviously providing and working. And I, it's a real story about what's, you know, what kind of life do you want to live that's going to satisfy you the most and what's important in life. And, you know, I think that, when he goes to Grand Valley, not to give too much away, it's a, it's a, it's a way of life that makes the heart uh, heal, makes the family grow closer, makes people feel love for not just romantic love, but love for the holiday, love for the family, love for themselves. And I think it's a rebirth and a rejuvenation. And I think all of that under the spell of Christmas, which Christmas is obviously very healing. And so there's a really a lot of subtextual undertones in the movie and in the script that I think, are beautiful and and it's all under this which is really the main character which is Christmas and so uh, I'm excited to to explore that and and play with that and Danica's character is is amazing and and I'm lucky enough to have a role that I think has a lot of elements that share with the story with her and so we're really excited about it I think the fans will and will really really um, have a fun um, romantic heartfelt ride and uh, you know it's a Christmas movie that always you know, pulls in the heartstrings. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, and you know, I I am so excited about seeing you and Danica star in this movie. As you said, this is your first time. You know, you guys starring together in a movie, so it's it's just going to be exciting. And and uh, the plot sounds just wonderful. And of course, I don't think Hallmark puts out a bad Christmas movie. I, I mean, they it's, yeah. they're all so good. And you know, the heart of the heart of Christmas, the heart of television, everything about them is just central to the heart. And so, um, so this is going to be a great one. We are certainly looking forking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And in Danica, I've heard such great things. And we've had 
uh, opportunities in the past to maybe work together, and it just hasn't transpired. So we're really, really excited to get a chance to, to most importantly, just bring a nice Christmas movie to the fans during the holiday season, and that's the, that's mm-hmm. what it's about. And you're right. I mean, they're doing 36 this year, and they keep growing and expanding, and this 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 network is just really touching all of you know. It's, it's becoming worldwide, and so just to be a part of it is really humbling, and I'm very proud to be a part of it. Well, I know Don and I are going to be very busy watching every single one of them. So. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be Christmas out. <laughs> well, I have one last question for you, and that is: describe Hallmark in three words. It's the heart of TV. I mean, that's you know I've said it before. It's just, it's, it's the heart of TV, and I, I know it's cliche in some, but that heart. I mean, they really try to deliver content that is heartfelt and really taps into and connects with people's heart as an audience. And I think it's an art form that they've mastered and people want to replicate and they won't. So they should be very proud. Well, we always like to end our show or our interview with with this fun five-question lightning round. And uh, it's all Christmas-related, but you okay. just answer with a quick answer. We won't throw anything at you that, you know, that would be kind of out of left field. Um, so what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Uh, my favorite, favorite Christmas tradition would probably be I really just loved waking up in the morning and there'd be stockings. I don't know what it was about stockings. It just made me feel like it, like Santa had come or something had come that wasn't my parents or I don't know. I just I love seeing these stockings, whether they're filled with a present or two or, or an orange or I don't even or coal or whatever. I'm kidding, but um, I just loved the idea of seeing stockings and it, and uh, that was that's a big one for us when we were kids. Favorite Christmas song? Uh, Little Drummer Boy. Favorite Christmas movie? Does not have to be Hallmark necessarily. It can be in general. Um, probably Miracle on 34th Street was probably one of them. That's probably oh, the top. That's a, yeah, that's a great one. Um, hot toddy. Yeah, hot toddy or hot, hot toddy or hot chocolate. Hot toddy. And lastly, white lights or colored lights. Oh, uh, colored. Colored lights for sure. And you know the there are no wrong answers. Yeah, well, you know there are no wrong answers in this. We always like to ask this because it's just a lot of fun. And uh, thank you so much for that. And uh, no and so we are just so excited to be able to have had this time with you, Brennan, uh, to chat with you about your career and about all the exciting things going on with you, and all the upcoming stuff on Hallmark and. Um, you know, we look forward to every bit of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think the season this year on Hallmark in particular is going to be one of the best um, seasons they've had yet. It'll be the biggest yep, season for sure. So uh, undoubtedly, it'll be big time for everybody, fans, actors, the network alike. So, um, But, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Oh, it's a lot of fun, ladies. Thank you so much. Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. 
And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.